Welcome. This podcast is an exploration into being human and what's possible when there's less attention on the noise in our heads. Warning. While listening to this broadcast, you may experience moments of deep peace, sighs of relief, personal insights, or long stretches of dead air. Do not be afraid. This is normal. Under the Noise with Wynne Morgan and Kate Roberts. Welcome to Under the Noise. I'm Kate Roberts and I'm here with Wynn Morgan. Hi, Wynn. Hi. How are you doing? <laughs> I'm well. How are you doing? I'm very well too. Thanks very much. <sighs> very well. Well, I was saying to you a few, mom- few moments ago that it's um, we're having another cold spell here in the UK in the middle of spring and uh, yeah, I've had to layer up today. And I can see you clearly in Florida. If you're watching on YouTube, then again, the, you can tell which of us two is located in Florida and which of us two is located in the United Kingdom. That's spectacular here. It's a beautiful season. So you and I chatted for a few minutes before we started as we typically do about anything that might be showing up for us or anything that's new right now for us. And I suggested a topic and of course, as usual, you're like, yeah, let's do that. (laughs) Which is awesome. But it's occurred to me lately through just living life how different things feel, how different I seem to be showing up, how often I notice those changes and those differences, but most of the time, and I refer to it typically as I see it in the rear view mirror because it's already happened. Something's different, something's changed. I don't typically notice it in the moment, but then I don't know, something will happen. And I'm like, wow, that's that's really different from how it would have been a few years ago for me. So I came across this understanding of the mind and how we work in 2019. And I can't say it was unique to other things that I had read, you know, kind of through my journey. But there was such a beautiful simplicity about it that pulled me in. And I thought it might be a fun topic for you and I to maybe share with each other and our listeners things that we've noticed that are so different in our lives and ourselves. Does anything come to mind for you, Wen? I notice it a lot when I'm listening to uh, clients talk. And I listen to what they say and I'm thinking, oh, I used to look really real or relevant to me too. 
when did that stop looking real or relevant to me? And I, I don't always have an answer to that, but it's just good to know that it isn't as real and relevant to me. One way of saying it would be the drama that they, it looks to, to them that they're living through, none of that looks like drama to me. Just like, well, what's the problem with that? You know, it's just, it's just interesting. There was a, a two today and one yesterday that I vividly remember. I'm going, explain to me how that's a problem. And it wasn't me being, I don't know, dismissive, nor was it me being clever or trying to be smart. It was genuinely, I just didn't know how that was an issue. I wanted to see how that looked like a problem for them. Example would be that they um, felt insecure. One of them felt insecure sometimes. And, well, yeah, and I'm pretty sure I wasn't that dismissive. I had an awful lot more compassion, I'm pretty sure, when I said it to them, <laughs> thankfully. But I do remember what that was like when I would never have thought, yeah, and. And someone else earlier today, not long before you and I talked. And for them, it was very much all of the stuff about their past seemed to be relevant to them now. And, and to me, it's just like, I'm pretty sure none of that in my past is relevant to me. It doesn't seem to be relevant to me. But again, I would be often mentally crippled by what I'd thought about my past and give myself a hard time for things that I thought I should have done better or differently. Or that there was some hangover from the past that looked like it was relevant to me now. So that's what immediately comes to mind when you ask me that question. That I notice it with other people. Not to say that I do not get, sometimes get insecure, because I do. Not to say that sometimes I will have a story about my past that looks real, because sometimes I do. But there's a totally different relationship with that now. And exactly to your point, I forget how different it is compared to five years ago, eight years ago, 10 years ago, very, very, very different. How about you? I find that I'm so much, so much less hard on myself and my head. That's only one. There's been so many. But my voice has just gotten so much quieter. And I'll still, I'll still catch myself spinning out about it. Doing the same kind of things that I always did in my head. But I'm so much more suspicious when I catch myself spinning out. And when I first started to see that, of course I would pick up the 
you know, the, the thread of giving myself a hard time for not seeing it earlier. And, you know, like it would just kind of continue, just morph into something new that I was giving myself a hard time about. But lately, it's just been so much quieter. And I kept on so much quicker. I had judged certain emotions as being unacceptable. And it's a lot of work to try to only have these emotions or these experiences that fit into a certain category. So much effort. How to control and manage and push up against ones that don't fit into that story of how it should be or what's okay. And I find myself so much more comfortable in the experiences that only a few years ago still didn't seem like that that was okay. And it doesn't mean I don't still try to manage them or control them. There's no perfection in this, thank God. There's no getting it right or wrong. It's just a, a noticing. And I think maybe that's, for me, the most impactful change that's happened is my willingness to allow whatever experience shows up. Is that huge? Like if everything's allowed and I don't have to manage or control people or situations or experience or myself, oh my God, myself. And just allow any experience to happen. That's probably the biggest one for me because that changes everything. One thing I reflected on in listening to you was how much of that I relate to. And then the bigger picture is, I think we're both saying there's a lot less that's worthy to fight. I don't have to fight myself. You're not fighting yourself in order to have a certain range of feelings. And for me as well, and what I hear from other people, it's not only uh, what the feelings are, but the, the degree to which those feelings are, the intensity of those feelings. So I'm only allowed these feelings, and then these feelings are only to this level. And I made that up about myself too, and I know a lot of people have made that up. And then there is something to do with feelings. And when we're not fighting that, how much more is available to us when we're not, and we're not fighting the external world and not fighting the internal world all of a sudden or well, what is there left to fight with one of my mentors uh, like how long ago this was said and i've heard him being quoted a number of times saying what i've learned about life is the best i can get is grateful for the highs and graceful in the lows 
and when there's nothing that makes sense to fight other people, other things, outside, inside, all of a sudden there is a state of grace with what is and peace with what is, including the peace of me being me, which I did not think I could ever find in this life. And I was constantly trying to be something or get somewhere other than where I already was. And I realized that where I already was was always more than okay. And suddenly all the need to fight inside and outside has made less and less sense over the years. And, and I'll fight before the end of the day about something. I will. And then I'll remember. And I'll chill about that too. I love how when I find myself in these moments where everything's loud, it almost transports me to the present moment. Because if I'm not up in my head about it in some way, resisting it or managing it, or like if everything's allowed, then I can actually be in the present moment. I can see what's happening in reality rather than what's in my head and be with it. Even if that is frustration anger or, you know, anything, I can actually just be with it for the first time in my life. And what I've seen so far about who we are and our connection with everything and each other and the intelligence that we're part of when we're in that present moment. There's a wisdom that's like, yeah, there's nothing to do about this. You can be here. Or the wisdom to know what to do if there is something that I, I would not have seen because I was so far in my story of what my present moment should be. You know, there's just, there's so much, so many things in the world that are meant to take us out of our experience of life. Distraction, knowing, built around this idea that what we're experiencing isn't okay. Even though I'll still catch myself 20 times a day, caught up. I love what I, what I have seen and how it makes me. Maybe this isn't the right word, but I feel so blessed with what I've seen. There's something else as well, and I loved what you said, especially the last bit then about how blessed you feel of what you've seen. 
the other thing that I'm just blessed to realize as well is that with all that with all of that stuff in life that can take me out of peace or will look like it's the cause of my angst will looks like it looks like sometimes it's the cause of my noise it looks like it's the cause of whatever else I might be feeling to know that that's to have seen enough to know that how I feel about that external stuff is variable and if it's variable then the external can't be the cause whether it's society whether it's social media whether it's the temperature the weather whether it's real challenges that sometimes the world looks like it's a horrible place and there are real things happening right now in people's lives that are truly horrific and yet my personal feeling about that comes from me only and the relationship with what's going on in my head and to keep seeing the clarity around that which doesn't make me heartless I now feel I can have more compassion but compassion doesn't feel like a burden I can be more concerned and and be active as opposed to be concerned and in a worry state that I'm paralyzed with what I can do in listening to you that's grounded me a little more so I feel blessed in real time and it's nice to reflect on what we often forget is so different and if you're listening and wondering for yourself we'll take a moment reflect if you've heard anything in what we've shared over the the previous number of episodes or or right now or and anyone else you've listened to over the previous weeks months or even years but you've been exploring how we really work and who we really are so that's a worthwhile thing to just as Kate you just said about having a look in the rearview mirror and see what is different because it's very easy then to to count our blessings because they're there now I brought this up this quote in a previous episode but that's that's what it feels like when we I think notice our blessings and find ourselves in the present moment is that quote, um, it's, I'm sure it's Byron Katie. And I think the quote is that I move with the given. All the gifts that were given. Even the gift to notice, you know, to look in the rear view and notice these changes. You know, even if the changes are 
they feel really small, like not much is moved, you know? But I think a lot of times what we don't see is that the universe and even the smallest bit of change, the kind of change we don't go back from, it's not a small thing. This is a great idea for an episode, Kate. <laughs> Thanks. We'd love to hear from you if you're noticing what you're seeing or feeling different. We'd love to hear that. So our contact details are at the end of this, on the outro of this one. You'll hear Kate's voice tell us, <laughs> tell you our email addresses and also they are... Um, visible wherever you find this podcast or below if you're watching on YouTube. And if you've got anything that you'd like us to explore and questions you'd like to ask them, please get in touch. Thanks again, Kate. Thanks for joining us. We'd love for you to subscribe, rate, and review. If you have a topic or question that you'd like us to chat about, email Wynn or Kate at win at winning.co.uk and kate at katerobertscoaching.com. Until then, enjoy what's possible under the noise.